Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining us on the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. And before we go any farther, I want to say a happy birthday to my oldest daughter, Emily. Happy birthday, girlfriend. We want to thank our sponsors, the Mindful Lab, where you find clarity, connection, and peace. That's mindfullab.net. Also, our new sponsor this year is the Sunshine Hemp Group, the nature side of health. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. As a reminder, if you have any suggestions or comments for me, please send them to contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We want to welcome you back to our second year on the Voice American Network. What an incredible shows we had last year. All of our guests were absolutely amazing. You can go to our site at the Vi- or at the Vitality Health Show and listen to all the shows from last year on demand. With everything that's been happening in the world, I did a lot of soul searching and praying and deciding which way I wanted to take the show. I have felt God's guiding hand in every step of the way. With miracles happening all around. Sorry. I realized this is where I needed to focus was on miracles. With that decision and much guidance, I am so pleased to introduce the creator of his own YouTube channel and Facebook channel called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. I want you to please welcome to the Vitality Show my new co-host, Doug Crockett. Welcome, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. Thank you so much for that introduction. I appreciate it. I consider it an honor to be with you on this fantastic journey that we're on. I certainly can feel for you, for your audience, for what we're trying to accomplish, helping people connect again. And my heart certainly goes out to, uh, to you and this wonderful opportunity that's in front of us. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here. I've been really excited to come on and start this new venture. And sorry, everybody out there, I'm just a ball baby today. (laughs) There's just been a lot of things going on. Tears are a good thing. Tears are a good thing. Yes. And most of you have been following. And you know that I lost my husband three weeks ago. And it's been interesting because we got the opportunity to talk with Doug a few months ago when he was on the show and the spirit was so strong saying we needed to do something together. And as time progressed and we decided to go ahead and bring Doug on as a co-host this year because of his incredible background and the things that he's doing and what he's got on his shows. And I have loved, loved talking about the hope and the health and the miracles for the last year. And as most of you know, that, Um, The alternative health world is very, very much my world. And I have seen many, many, many miracles. And through the miracles, I've had a lot of different people on my show talking about their miracles. And it just felt like at this point in time in our world (laughs) that we really wanted to focus more on the miracles. Yes. And so Doug drove over here all the way from from Lehigh, Utah to northern or southern Idaho, where we're up in the tip top of the mountains and come and spend a couple days with us. And he got to meet my sweet husband and he got to see exactly what we were doing. And we are so excited to have him on with us right now as my new co-host, because he's just got amazing, amazing things to talk about. So um, just so I can get myself pulled back together, because sure. this, like I said, this is my first show without my husband being behind the scenes and, and helping me do all the stuff. I do have my dear friend Alicia Blickfeld here with me just to make sure I don't completely lose it. And of course, Doug on the other side of the camera on his part over there, just keeping me together too. So I'm so, so grateful. And it's, it's not necessarily... It is. I miss my husband and it is a lot of sadness, but there's been a lot of miracles involved in this too. So we'll get to that in a minute. But first, I'd like Doug to tell a little bit about his story. Those of you that heard him before when he was a guest on the show know a little bit about it, but his story is just, 
compelling. It's remarkable. And what he's doing with his miracle stories and his miracle show on his YouTube channel, Doug, I'd so applaud you. And what our whole goal for this year is to get people to understand that miracles are happening all around us, no matter what the circumstances are. Sometimes because of the circumstances, <laughs> miracles are happening. And we just want to be able to teach and educate and help all of our listeners understand there are miracles happening every day. And where the hope and health comes in, you can get healthy in whatever ways, and you've got to have hope. And when you have that hope, you're able to see the miracles. So it all works out together. And that's why we're so grateful with what we're able to do. So Doug, I'm going to turn the time over to you. If you'll take a few minutes and tell about your story, and it's just remarkable, your family, and then a little bit about what you're doing with your shows. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I appreciate that. I, uh, I'm thrilled for this chance and opportunity to be with the Vitality Health Show, Hope, Healing, and Miracles. I have, uh, like you, been thinking and praying about these kinds of things for quite a while, thinking, what should I do with that feeling? What I think are the inspirations and the, and the, the spirit kind of saying, do something about it, do something with it. And, uh, and I went for uh, a while, uh, talked with various people about uh, this idea of, of a video where we talk about spiritualness and miracles of people in their lives. And I went for, oh, a number of years, as with most people, you know, you can talk yourself into and out of all kinds of things. Like, well, <laughs> yes, I don't know you if can. I do. <laughs> yeah. So I go on that for a while. Uh, and it probably, oh, five, six years ago is when I kind of began this, which is right after uh, my daughter passed away. So I guess I can talk a little bit about my side of, of things and my experiences to try and, and then your audience and our audience now can, can get to know me a little bit. Uh, when I was 22, uh, you think in the prime of your health, uh, I contracted or was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, and that hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I was engaged at the time, and so that added a lot of twists and turns to what's going to happen. Uh, my wife, gratefully, she married me, and we were able to move forward. Uh, and so that went in and out for about five years where uh, my health was good, go in and out of remission or, or when it was relapsing. Um, I'd have to drop college, drop some semesters and try and get my health back. And it was slowing things down and, and changing things up. In the process of all that, we did have our first daughter. Her name is Brittany. And she was a delight. Um, we found out with her when she was about 15 months old that she had uh, muscular dystrophy. Mm. And so there were times when my health was keeping me down. I couldn't, uh, well, how it would affect me with my multiple sclerosis. The, um, when it began, my, my face was numb, half my face, and then pretty soon it spread to my whole body, and half my body was uh, basically paralyzed. Mm. So... Uh, we're kind of going through this process of my health and then finding out that our daughter has um, her version of it is spinal muscular atrophy, which is a version of muscular dystrophy. And so we were having to figure out what to do with her, putting her into a wheelchair. She's about age two and a half, three years old. They have wheelchairs for children that are that small. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So we were putting her uh, through that process, getting her into a wheelchair. The doctor told us she would live to age two. Uh, gratefully and happy to share it more. And really, my wife needs to speak about this because she was such a, a strong force in this process. But our daughter lived to age 21 until she passed away, oh, about six years ago. So that kind of spurred me forward with this whole uh, miracles project that I wanted to do. Doug, if I can interject right here too, sure. I, I got to go spend a few days with them at their home down in Lehigh and there is so much love in their home and their daughter was and is beautiful inside <laughs> and out. And you had told me or your wife had told me that she was homecoming queen. She was. <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. You. She's in this wheelchair and she's just full of life and it's it's really a tribute to you guys too for for encouraging her to completely live her life to the fullest because she did. She did. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. And a lot of that, like I say, really 
uh, goes to the strength of my wife and I together have to do this, but she's the strength of a lot of things. And so she helped Brittany move forward. And she was the homecoming queen at her high school. And we have pictures about that too, and some great stories and some wonderful experiences there. So yeah, Brittany really did decide. In fact, I, I've even talked to my wife about it years later. I said, you know, that last year that Brittany was with us, she really, she really propelled. She became something. She was talking to people. She she met friends um, in school, friends in church. And what was interesting was that soon after she passed away, what I really felt was, was a real blessing. A lot of her friends that we didn't necessarily know, they would still come to our house and just oh. want to come in and sit down and talk. That's so cool. And, and just make a connection again. So they felt that with Brittany, and I'm, I'm glad they felt it with us too. But mm-hmm. And that was a, and that is a, a great experience that I'm still benefiting from and has brought me to where I am now where I'm saying, okay, let's, let's talk to people about what's going on with their lives. What's happening spiritually with individuals and, and physically and mentally. And how are you moving forward? Because everyone is carrying somebody is carrying right. something. Everybody is. Yeah. But, uh, but that's kind of what Doug is. And uh, I've been married for oh, 31 years now. And, uh, and Brittany, I keep a picture over here in my office, so she's right next to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm grateful to have her with me here, too, as we do our, our first show of season two. So thank you so much. And tell us about your other daughter, too, because she is <laughs> incredible as well. I haven't met her yet because where is she? <laughs> she's on a mission. That's exactly right. Thank you. She's at Newport Beach in California. She's been there since, uh, since June, serving a mission for the church, for her church, our church. And... Uh, and she's wonderful. Actually, there's a real miracle there, too. When we have Brittany, I should say, the doctors told us that it would be a one in four chance that all of our children would have the same illness. Wow. And so that, that kind of throws your family planning agenda into a whirlwind. It's like, okay, so what's, what's going on here? Um, and so as we were going through with Brittany and her situation and getting things worked out, medically, with wheelchairs, uh, financially, trying to get everything worked out that way. Um, That helped us to think about, well, how do we move forward knowing that our other children have a one in four chance is a fairly high probability. It's a huge high probability. And uh, we thought about many different things. There's many different ways to to conceive and move forward, and we prayed a lot about it. Uh, None of them felt that great to us. And so we thought, no, this isn't quite feeling right. So we just simply decided, well, we'll just roll the dice and and see what happens. Of course, I guess part of it was with Brittany's situation, we'd had so much experience there that we thought if we did have another child with that illness, we kind of had some experience there and we sort of knew what it was. And we thought, okay, then we'll just have two of them like that. We'll be all right. But gratefully, uh, with our daughter Ashley now that's with us, she does not have the illness. She's happy, healthy. She's been in theater. She, she's a very bouncy, happy young lady. And now she's uh, serving uh, a mission in Newport Beach and having a great experience there. So the miracles, they just keep coming. Sometimes they take time. In fact, I wanted to say that some miracles take time. And we don't even realize that the time is going by. And then you look back and you think, hey, look what's happened. Look where we are. This is an interesting process. My health has been has gotten better. Uh, in fact, I suppose I should probably say this is, this is the real blessing. <laughs> it's kind of a miracle, yes. <laughs> it really is. And, uh, and I don't want to uh, speak against those who are having difficulties and, and don't necessarily uh, get better at the moment or, or however that works out. But for me, after five years of, of a lot of difficulty, a lot of difficulty, then uh, a year or two later, I noticed that my health was doing okay, but you're, you're kind of thinking like you're sitting on a time bomb, so you're always trying to be so careful. And uh, someone said once, you know, don't do anything physically. Save all of your energy to push your multiple sclerosis back into remission, which I'm not sure that that's necessarily the right way to go. I think you need to keep moving and, and doing some things. Right. Uh, so a number of years, uh, well, Five years of difficulty, and then five years, it's going better. And I'm noticing that it's going better, but I'm still nervous about and worried. Talk to Heidi about that. She goes, I'm glad it's doing good. 
10 years we talked and said, well, it's been 10 years. That's, that's, that's remarkable. That's, that's remarkable. Wonderful. Right. It really is. And now it's been, when I moved back down to Lehigh here to get closer with family, it's been 20 plus years and now it's been over 25 years. So I talked to a doctor once, he saw my records and he says, oh, so you have muscular or multiple sclerosis. And I said, well, I'm not sure what to tell you about that. <laughs> and I explained my situation, how long it's been. And he just said, as a medical doctor, I've never heard of something going into that kind of a remission. Because I said, either, either this is in, in an incredibly strong remission, incredibly strong remission, or something has been taken from me. Hmm. And so he, that's when he said, I can just tell you as a doctor, I've never heard of of something going into remission like that for 25 right. years without any issues. So at that point for me, I stopped asking questions. Yeah. If there's no reason to have it described or explained anymore. I'm just grateful. And for me, I'm grateful to a loving God because I, in my opinion, it's because of his blessings to me because I don't know how else to describe it. I try and be healthy, but it's, that's nothing special that way. I, I think what I would like to say right here is, don't give up hope for our listeners out there. Yes. We don't know. We don't know what God's plan is for anybody, right? We but don't. don't give up hope and keep working on your healing, whatever that is, you know, as we love the alternate stuff, we love, you know, the hyperbaric and the, the lights and the right food. You know, I've got one of the best food gurus right here sitting next to me with Alicia Blickfelt and, and how yes. she saved her life with food yes. from her cancer. And, yes. and there are so many things that can be done. And that's where we want to, make sure that we're sharing with you the CBD oil that's coming on as a sponsor, the, the mindfulness that's coming on with one of our other sponsors. There's so many things that can be done and don't give up hope in your healing, right? Just I completely agree. You just never give course, up Turn hope. to God. Turn to God is the most important. Absolutely. Prayers to God every day. Thankful for the, the goodness that comes. Never give up hope. Actually, for everything in life, spiritually, physically, mentally, don't ever throw in the towel. Right. There's good days, there are bad days, and everyone has them. But you just don't ever throw in the towel. You keep moving forward, thinking about what the horizon has for you. And, uh, and for me, all of a sudden, I just realized things have gotten better, and I'm grateful. And I just tell my Heavenly Father how grateful I am, and I'm moving forward the best way He wants me to. I will maybe mention this. When I decided to do this uh, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth, I remember thinking about that. And some time had gone by, and what to do, when to do it, how to do it, all those kinds of thoughts were going through my mind. And a thought came to me, and uh, it was kind of a, a between-the-eyes inspiration, I think. The thought came to me was, well, Doug, either you're going to do this or you're not. Mm -hmm. You just have to decide. So, right. which is kind of, like I say, a little bit of a kind of a between-the-eyes. Yeah. Bam. Okay. Yeah, Doug, <laughs> you're going to do this or not? So I said, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. And so... <laughs> And it's been a year and it's been a wonderful experience and I'm just very grateful. And as we're talking about this, having that gratitude and realize, recognizing that they are miracles. And for those of you that, for me, this last three weeks, if I have a good day, that is a miracle. Absolutely. You know? But when I have a total breakdown and start crying, I'm missing my husband. That's a miracle too, because sure. I get that. Like last night I was driving home from my friend's house and some, a song came on that my husband and I love to dance to. And I love to dance with my husband. And I started sobbing. I couldn't stop sobbing. I'm like, ah, where are you? And, and then a dear friend of mine said, you know what? What a miracle that you had those memories. Yes. And I'm like, you're right. That's, that's the miracle that I had those memories. And that's what triggered. I was sad, but I was also grateful for those memories. I love that. I agree with you. Tears. I think are a very good thing. Tears just means something is moving energetically with you. Right. And something's happening to you spiritually. And you can have great gratitude through tears and laughter. I think laughing and crying are really close to each other. Right. And, and so uh, I think tears are a good day. Uh, when you can just talk about and think about and remember the good times. And, and like with our daughter too, it's been a number of years, but I still have such great memories uh, about that and look forward to the opportunity when, we get to meet again. So I agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. So with that being said, I want to take just a couple minutes and we'll probably end up going to break in the middle of it. But 
I want you to tell them about your shows, your YouTube channel and your Facebook, because the interviews you've done on there are so cool. I mean, there's some that are just really simple miracles that, that help people in their lives. And there's others that are on there that are truly life-changing miracles. Agreed. Yes. They, when I started this, um, basically, I talked to some people in my neighborhood that I thought would be of, of the mind and want to do that. And, and they did. And uh, I said, okay, I want you to, during this week, just notice what's going on. In fact, keep a little log about it. Keep a little record of it. And just notice the good things or, the, or whatever is happening in your life. Just write them down. And that's a way of kind of telling, the way I like to think of that is you're just telling heaven that I'm present. I'm thinking about it. I'm watching it. And it can be a miracle as big as a healing. Uh, miracles don't always have to be huge parting of the waters kind of a thing. But uh, anytime, the way I like to say it, anytime heaven moves in your behalf and you recognize it, that's a miracle. It can be as big as a healing. It can be as small as, oh, there's that spoon I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And so I asked these people to do that, and they kind of kept the record. I, I gave them a week, and then I went back to them after a week, and I said, just tell me what your experiences have been. And that's kind of where this all started. And, uh, and then more people would come along and say, I, I believe too, and this is what's happening for me, and I want to talk about that. And so it just kind of bloomed and, and grew from there uh, with family and friends and, and other people. Some people just contact me because they can, they can email me directly. Uh, through my uh, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth uh, email there What as is well. that email, Doug? That's uh, MiraclesProject20 at gmail.com. MiraclesProject20 at gmail.com. We'll have That's that on right. our Facebook as well. Yeah. And sometimes they would email me and they, and they wouldn't even say, hey, can we get together and talk about this? They'd go straight into their story. Just they're, so, <laughs> they're so moved, they just start typing their story to me. And I get to read these and hear these. There's a lot of people that believe and a lot of people that are that are moving forward and being strong. Uh, and I think it's good that we give them a voice, that there's people that believe and are moving, that have faith and are trying to do the right thing in a world that's got a lot of difficulty now. And we need to hear about those who are having good experiences. And so 35 stories later, some are big, some are little, some are, I have a nine-year-old boy on there that told his story. Others are health-related. Others are different stories that go along there. Some are multiple stories of great experiences. And so it's just been an absolute uh, delight in my heart to, to, to do this. I realized that I, I started to realize that I really enjoy talking with people about their spiritualness, mm-hmm. things that are happening in their life, because that helped me to understand my own spirit and my own uh, view of, of God and others around me. And I had the most remarkable discussions with people on and off the video about what's going on and how they're getting better and how they're moving forward and the miracles that are coming. And it just, it enlightens my mind and strengthens my soul. And uh, it became a great uh, opportunity. And I'm just thrilled that I am able to put that out there for everyone. And I'm looking forward to doing hundreds more. It's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. That is so awesome. So everybody knows that we need to have hope and our healing, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical, whatever it is, yes. we've got to be able to see these beautiful moments and have hope that they're going to come. And then when they do, to recognize them, right? That's and that's the kind of what we're trying to bring out is just to let people know, don't give up hope. Keep working on your healing, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, and then start to recognize what is happening. Right, because that's so huge. And even just really quickly, we're almost ready to take our first break. But after my husband passed away, I had lost my earbuds. Such a silly story. But I'd lost my earbuds like three weeks before. And, you know, I could not find them. I looked everywhere. And and when I took him to the hospital, I didn't have my earbuds, which was weird for me because I usually have my earbuds in. But but when we were in the hospital, we got to have time just together. I didn't have to worry about my earbuds or the TV or anything. We were just spending time together communicating. And when I got home about two days later after he passed away, I'm just like, honey, help me find my earbuds. Uh, you know, I'd prayed about it and I'd ask about it. And I'm like, just, just please help me find my earbuds. I don't know where they are. And yeah. in the middle of the night, I heard his voice say, go check the cushions in the couch. And I'm like, 
So I got up and I wrote it down because I was too tired to get out of bed. So I wrote it down. First thing that morning, I got up and went, looked underneath the cushions in the couch, and there were my earbuds. Wow. I to love me, it. that's a huge miracle. So on that little miracle, <laughs> I got my earbuds back. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. This is what I'm saying. Just be aware of what the little ones are and the big ones because they're always around us. So we're going to take our first break and we're going to come back and I'm going to attempt to share a few more things with you on the miracle end of what's been happening in my world. So stick with us. You want to be, I guess, coming back and hearing me because it's going to be, that's why you're here, right? <laughs> yes. So come on back. You're going to be able to hear more of what I'm doing and more of what Doug's doing and what our plans are for the future and what is going to happen next week on our show. You want to hear this. Anyway, come back in just a few minutes. We're going to take our first break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome, friends. We are so happy to have you here. I have got my new co-host, Doug Crockett, on with me, and he has just been sharing about some of the miracles that have happened in his life with his daughters, his own health, miracles that have just happened. So hopefully you'll be able to hear those. If not, you can go back and listen on demand. And as well as his wonderful YouTube channel and Facebook channel that is called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. We've talked about this. I love that title (laughs) (laughs) because that's exactly what's happening, right? It is. It is. We recognize it. It's wonderful. Yes. As long as we recognize what's out there and with everything going on in the world right now and all the just insanity that's happening, there are beautiful, beautiful things happening as well all around us. And that's what we want to make sure that our audience is understanding. You've got to look for it and you've got to recognize it because it is happening. It's happening everywhere. And it's been fun with you and I and my group of friends and family we get to sit and just talk about miracles every day. Yeah, the world's falling apart, but right. <laughs> there are miracles happening every day. And, and, that's, and sometimes multiple times a day, just like I was sharing Finding My Earbuds. Yes. That was a miracle to me because I was able to listen in the middle of the night when my husband's voice came to me and said, go check the cushions of the couch. <laughs> like, that is awesome. I love that. Story. Okay. After three weeks of looking for them. And there's <laughs> just so many amazing miracles that happen. And I'm going to try really hard to get through this because I, I told a bunch of my audience, I was going to try to share some of the miracles as hard as this last three weeks has been. And it's probably been Kin to losing my father 35 years ago, but it's been very, very difficult. I double question myself a lot of times on different things. And it's like, it's like, you know, we have to do what we feel is right in our worlds and in our lives. And we have to really bring Christ in and, and God's direction in to what we're doing. Because if we don't, I don't know how people can do it. 
But I um, agree. You need anyway, help. We all do. You, I can't do it myself. I know right? that. I need right? I need my whole friends and family around, and most of all, I need God to be there to guide me in what I'm doing, especially going through this this horrific time that I've been through this last couple of weeks and watching my husband get sicker and sicker and sicker so fast. And, and then when he knew that there was not going to be a chance for him to make it, we had, I think a miracle because we had the opportunity to, there was no beds at the hospital. So they put us in a triage room and because they put us in a triage room, they let me go in. And right there was such a huge miracle. Had he been in any other bed in the hospital, I wouldn't have been allowed to go in with him. So for me, that was a huge miracle to be able to spend his last two or three days with him in the hospital. And we talked a lot. And as much as he had oxygen masks on and all this other stuff on, he was able to communicate with me. And we were able to talk about our, our honeymoon. We've, those of us, those of you that know me, I've only been married two and a half years. And it's been two and a half absolutely magical years being married to this incredible man. And we got the opportunity to talk and communicate and not have outside things interrupting us. Our whole goal was to try to keep him alive and, and talk and share experiences and talk about the wonderful things that we've done in our lives. And, and, and I, I'm going to share something with you guys, because those of you that don't believe in life after death or don't believe in really what, what Christ can give to us. I had the opportunity on Monday morning before my husband passed. It was his birthday. And he sat up and they told us once he took the oxygen off and everything off, he'd only live for probably 45 minutes. And he took everything off and he sat up in bed and he looked over at me and goes, Steph, which was very interesting because he used a very powerful voice and he'd had a very quiet voice for the couple of days we were in the hospital. And he said, when I pass tonight, sorry, when I pass tonight, I'm going to be super busy on the other side and I've got a lot of work to do. And I want you to know that I've got specific things that only I can do on the other side. I can't do them from this side of the veil. I need to be the other side of the veil and I'm going to be super, super busy. He goes, but you have got certain things that you have to do on this side of the veil. And I'm going to be talking to you and I'm going to be telling you and giving you instructions and directions of what to do. And I need you to listen. And I kind of started laughing and I said, what do you mean? I don't listen. <laughs> and then I got another tender mercy because he actually started laughing and I hadn't heard him laugh for three or four days. And that was an absolute tender mercy to me because we laugh every day. And I hadn't heard him laugh since he got really sick and was in the hospital. And he said, well, sometimes you get distracted and sometimes you just kind of don't listen very well. So I really, really need you to listen. And we both laughed about it. And I said, okay, honey, I will do that. And he said, okay. And he put his mask and everything back on. And five hours later, he was gone. And I've thought about this and thought about this and thought about this. And I'm like, what an absolute miracle that was for me. Because he knew he was going. I knew he was going. I knew he wasn't going to come back in this life. And for me, that's, that's a huge miracle as well. Because to know that he was ready to go and to know that he had a relationship with Christ personally, and knew him and was very excited to go back and be with him and his parents and my dad. I know that my dad and his dad brought us together. We've felt that since we first met, they were concocting this whole thing. And I know they were both, they were all in the room when he passed. And I'm just so, as hard as it is, I want our listeners to know that that was a miracle for me. And that was a miracle for those that knew him and knew that we got to have that conversation. And so through all this tragedy and all these things that are happening, again, I want our listeners to know, look for the miracles. Look for them because they are there. They are out there everywhere. And I am, I don't think there's been a day go by 
in the last couple of weeks that I haven't felt miracles everywhere. There's days that are super, super hard and there's a lot of crying that happens. But there's a lot of miracles. And that's what I want you guys to be listening to. That is such an inspiration, Stephanie. You're exactly right. It's all about understanding. I I don't say understanding. We are all learning. We're all in this process. And sometimes when you go through these kinds of things, I call it spiritual graduate school. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it's so you know all the you know all the Sunday school answers, and uh, and you and you understand that much. But it's when you go through something that tries you to the core, it's when you have to apply what you learned so that you can feel better. Right. And that's kind of that's kind of what you did this last couple of weeks with going with Ken and, and his passing. And uh, and I think it's just it's marvelous. I, I know it hurts. I appreciate. I'm grateful for the time that I was able to spend with him when I came up and met you guys there in, in Southern Idaho and enjoyed some experiences with you, and he is a good, he's a kind, good soul. In fact, in the time that he and I met and visited, I appreciated that we kind of both said, I think we have kindred spirits of how we think about things, and that's a real positive. So I appreciate meeting a new brother, if you will. Absolutely. And a brother that's up there watching out for us. So I want to just take a few minutes here. I, I, and, and I'm going to tell a little miracle story that happened to me a long time ago, and I want you to think of one too. And then while we're talking to you, I want, I want everybody to grab a pen and a paper because I'm going to give you a phone number. So next week, we are going to do a call-in show. Yes. So we would love you to call in and share your miracles. And they don't have to be huge, miraculous, but we love those too. They can be super simple, like finding your earbuds. So if you guys will take a piece of paper out, you're going to call in. You'll need to call in a little bit early so that you can get in the queue. So we're going to try to get to as many as we possibly can. But you're going to call 1-866-472-5791. Again, 866-472-5791. And we're going to work Aaron, our our um tech guy here that's he's going to be working on that with us next week but we we do want to hear what you have to say and every fourth thursday of the month we're going to do a call-in show we're excited about this because i think we're going to get some really really amazing calls so we want to make sure we're going to start it this week and then we're going to do it every fourth thursday of the month so be thinking about what miracles you would like to share that could help you or could help somebody else so really quickly i most people know I had a dance studio for 30 years. I had competing teams go everywhere. I would take my, my competition level teams all over the place. Plus I was teaching a bunch of classes at home at the studio, little tiny people. And I had just gotten back from, we were just getting done in Twin Falls. We'd been to competition for four days. We had been dancing for 12 hours a day. We were exhausted. I had a whole carload of girls and one other, one other mom that was with me. And, you know, when you've got everybody and I have to brag because they were all in the championships, they all took first place that year. It was an, it was an amazing experience, but I loaded up my suburban. I think we had nine or 10 of us in my suburban and I'm trying to drive home and it's about a four hour drive. And we didn't even leave the competition until as after midnight and after four days of dancing and crazy stuff. I was so tired and I just kept praying that I'd get everybody home. Okay. I'd get everybody home. Okay. And I'd have to keep stopping and they're all asleep. I'd have to keep stopping and walk around the suburban and, you know, chew on things and, and trying to sing at the top of my lungs without waking everybody up and anything I could do to keep myself awake. And I finally got to Blackfoot and I just could not keep my eyes open. Now I'm, it's now two 30 in the morning and I've got all these girls in there and I've got parents at home waiting for them. And I was like, oh, well, I've got to get them home. I can't just stop and sleep at the rest stop. So I stop at the rest stop. I get out of the car and I go around the back of the Suburban and it's freezing. We're talking it's February, probably early March and snow on the ground, freezing cold. And I go get out and I go kneel down behind the Suburban in the snow, right? And I'm like, this is probably not good breathing the exhaust. 
back there, but I'm just praying to Heavenly Father that he will help me get these kids home safe and help me stay awake because I'd done everything I knew I could do. And I just had this peace come over me and I get into back into the suburban and I get the hiccups, the really hurting, clear down to your chest hiccups. And I'm like, really, really, Heavenly Father, this is what you gave me? <laughs> to stay that. awake <laughs> and I was able to get every girl home by four, four, about four o'clock. I pulled into my driveway and the hiccups stopped That's and awesome. I'm like, okay. So I guess what I'm saying is recognize the miracles in whatever it is that you're given. Cause I didn't know it'd be really hard hurting hiccups, but I got the girls home and we were safe. <laughs> that is, I love that story. That is fantastic. <laughs> so tell yeah. me one of yours. Sure, I, uh, but I appreciate that because sometimes the blessings come and we're not sure it's the blessings. Like, well, that's not quite what I was thinking. I'm like, hiccups, no way. I don't want hiccups, they hurt. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, one that I can think of, I've got, well, two, I'll tell the one though. When I was young, uh, I want to say seven years old in that range, I was on a camp out with, a, with our ward, our church group, and so we're having this camp out and I had some friends there. Um, and my dad had a little knife that you could kind of put on the side of your of your your pants, like inside your belt loop, and just kind of hold it on the side of you. And I always thought as a kid that was pretty cool, and so I wanted to play with it. <laughs> and uh, and my father obviously would say, "Well, you know, be careful, and you not let me take it much because again, I'm young, and, and I'm going to cut myself, so be careful." <laughs> so when we got to this camp, uh, he had it with him as we were needing it for putting things together. And uh, anyway, I just said again, please let me put it on my, uh, on my belt. As kids do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and then he'd also say, just don't lose it. You know, so he says, well, okay, be careful, and then don't lose it. Okay. <laughs> so as a seven-year-old, you know, of course I'm not going to lose it. I mean, I like this knife so much. How could I possibly have something negative happen with it? So, <laughs> and so I took it with me, and off I go on a hike with my friends. And we were hiking in this area. And it was kind of around dinner time, a little before, a little after dinner. The sun's going down. It's some sandy ground. And we're just hiking in the woods. And there's some rocks and what have you. Anyway, I pulled it out and started playing with it because that's what kids do. They can't help themselves. <laughs> so I'm playing with my knife. Yeah, I've got to play with this and look at it. We thought it was really cool. And as I'm playing with it, I drop it. And it falls right down to the ground by my feet. It didn't hit my feet, but it fell at my feet. So I looked down to grab it. I can't see it. I'm looking everywhere going, where did the knife go? I, oh, this is terrible. I'm looking. My friends are looking. We're all kind of, I'm, I'm thinking, I did the, the very thing I was asked not to do. I just did it. <laughs> so I'm nervous. My friends are nervous. They wear it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm looking. I'm looking. Can't find it. So finally, we just said, uh, you know what? I think we need to have a prayer. We're just going to say, help him, ask Heavenly Father to help us. But in this prayer, my friends um, I had one friend, and his sister was with us too. So there's me and my and my friend, and his sister, and she was older than us, like a year older, two or two years older than us. And I said to her, I said, you know what? Uh, it was kind of funny to her. I said, you know, you've been baptized, so maybe you should say the prayer, and that will help it out better. <laughs> Which, of course, <laughs> little kids think crazy things. But I said, would you say it, please? And so. Uh, her name was Carrie, and so she did. She said a simple prayer. I don't remember what it was. No doubt it was a simple help us to find the knife. All I did was just look right back down to where I was looking, and there it was right in front of me. So what happened was the knife just went into the sand, and the handle was a, a dark brown, black kind of handle, very earthy tones, and it blended right into the sand and the leaves that were on the ground, and I couldn't see it. So the way I like to think of that is as, I, as we were having our simple prayer to find this knife, perhaps the way Heavenly Father did this was blow a little bit of wind around, move the trees, <laughs> the, the leaves on the trees so the sunshine could come through so that I could see the knife. And so I often think of it as, so it was always there, I just couldn't see it. I think there's a lesson there too. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Always there, but sometimes we don't see it. We right. have to have some help. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And that's, I know, I know with all of your life, and I've talked to so many people with miracles too, and, and yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like the Lord knows, and he has to move things around so that we can see them. And if yeah. you just blow it in the wind a little bit or give us hiccups, 
or whatever, whatever that little miracle is, it's going to happen. We just have to recognize it and be listening and watching going, oh, that's what it is. Okay. It is a miracle. It so, is a miracle. It's faith on our part. Because when we're asking for help, sometimes we have this feeling, this self, self-preservation mode where you say, okay, Heavenly Father, I, 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 I want this to occur. I need this to happen or whatever. But then in the back of our minds, we have a little bit of a, so do whatever you think you need to do. Just don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is not right. So I love your story about the hiccups. That they, they kind of kind of hurt a little bit, but it kept you awake for however long you needed to be. So, oh, it totally did. The other mom that was in the car with me, she woke up and she goes, "Are you okay?" And I was just starting to laugh. I was just laughing between hiccups. I'm like, "Oh, you have no idea." I'll tell you tomorrow when we're both coherent. And <laughs> right, right. And the other kind of funny thing about that, I was going into Idaho Falls and I'm hiccuping like crazy. Yeah. And when I was hiccuping, I was going a little faster than I probably should have. And I was going over the bridge into Idaho Falls and I get pulled over by a cop, right? So I've got all these kids sleeping back here. It's three, three o'clock in the morning at this point in time. Yeah. And I've got <laughs> hiccuping like crazy. And this female cop comes up and she shines the light into me and she, you know, I have to give her my old stuff and I'm hiccuping. She goes, have you been drinking? I'm like, I don't drink. It's called four days of dancing with all these kids. And she looks in the car. She goes, Stephanie, is that you? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, and I had her daughter in the back with me. <laughs> she was on duty and I had her daughter. So I'm just trying to get these kids home. And she's like, well, you were just going a little fast, but she goes, keep it up. But are you okay with those hiccups? I'm like, oh, they're a blessing right now. It's it all is. good. It was just funny. And she's like, just get my daughter home safe. And I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> I, I love it. I, uh, I agree with you. I, I remember there's one small one that with, goes along with that story. Years ago, I was taking a van full of missionaries on a transfer and I had to get them down uh, the mountain to, a, to another town and it was snowing. So it was scary. And I'm driving this van filled with missionaries and I'm praying the whole time, help me to just get where I need to go that I don't get yeah. wrecked. We got snowstorm here. We're coming out of the mountains and so it was slippery. And I remember the whole time, just the prayer never ended. The whole time you're going, you're gripping the steering wheel really hard and you just keep talking about help just to make it safely. And, and I remember one car zing right past me and I thought, well, that was kind of crazy that you'd be going this fast in this kind of snowy weather coming out of the mountains and it was, it was foggy as well so i came through the fog i could see the car had done a perpendicular right in the middle of the road all i could do was hit the brakes i mean it's just a yeah. reactionary experience i hit the brakes but the van slowed down and when i was able to steer it and get around the car just fine Wow, Absolutely. which doesn't usually happen on slick roads. No, no. <laughs> on snowy roads, you have big problems. And so, but this time, everything worked fine. And uh, we were able to get down nicely. We actually got back to where we needed to be at the right time. That's another miracle, too, because I was going so slow. I thought we're going to be way <laughs> late. And uh, in different, you know, the president's going to wonder where we are. And we didn't have cell phones <laughs> back in the 80s. Right. So, <laughs> didn't and, have any uh, way to communicate. Yeah, yeah, no way to talk about it. And so, but the other miracle was I noticed that when we got there, we were on time. I can't explain it. <laughs> I'm just oh, I, I got, all, all of a sudden, all these stories just came into my right. mind of miracles that have happened. So we're going to hold those till, till the next um, show that we yes. get to talk more about what, what our miracles are, because they're, that just brought up so many that went into my head just going, oh, I remember that when I tried to go to St. George and this didn't work. And I was trying to drive to Blackfoot and I was in a snow, all this stuff. And just the reason we're still here. God's involved in everything. Still here. Absolutely. Doing what we need to do. And we're so grateful. So again, next week, we're going to do our call-in show. So we want now that if you're going to call in, you will definitely need to call in at um, between 11 and 12, you'll need to call in early. So when you um, call in, you're going to call in at 1-866-472-5791, 866-472-5791. You're going to call in and get in the queue, and then we're going to try to answer as, get as many people on the air as we can. What happens on this amazing show is it goes so fast. It like does. right now, I'm getting cues that it's time to be done. 
that blows my mind because I want to talk forever. And <laughs> but we're going to keep it at the hour. And again, I'm so grateful to have Doug on the co-host. It's, it's going to be so fun. And you guys need to be watching, listening, because we have got our show set up through December right now. And we've got amazing, amazing people on with just really cool stories. And we're so grateful to have our sponsors on here. They're going to be coming on and sharing what they're doing as well. We're really looking forward to that. That's the Mindful Lab uh, with Christine Erickson and the Sunshine Family Hemp, which is so great with the Burris family. We're really, really excited about our sponsors this year and about what we get to do and all the fun stuff we get to talk about. And, and make sure you have your box of tissues because <laughs> I do a big box of tissues because I don't know. I just can't keep the emotions <laughs> intact. Nor, and that's okay. And we want everybody to be able to share that with us. And if you've got something you want to share, just let us know. Again, write it down, 1-866-472-5791. And just remember, you can go back and listen to all of last year's shows online on demand. So just go on to this link and you can get that on demand. And we're looking forward to doing a whole bunch of really awesome shows and a bunch of other stuff too. Absolutely. I'm excited. This is a wonderful opportunity. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for being with us on this fantastic uh, journey that we're on. Absolutely. And please share. We want as many people on here as can be on here. Please share this with everybody. Everybody needs to know that there is hope and healing and miracles all around us every single day. That's what this show is all about. And we're just so happy to be able to be here hosting this with you and sharing these wonderful stories. So have a very, very safe, happy, healthy week. And we will be back on next week. Doug? Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. What a great opportunity. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 